Hey, Curtis, what are we watching this week? This week's movie is when you cross national treasure with the prince and me with all the president's men. Ooh, that's a recipe for success. And it's a recipe for a Christmas prince. Hey listeners, welcome back to another week of Let's Talk About Flicks, a movie podcast where we review a series of movies that fall under the same theme each month. I'm one of your hosts, Oz. And I am Curtis. And we are going to get started on 2017 Netflix Christmas movie, A Christmas Prince. A Is that Christmas right? Prince 2017, uh, part yeah. one of the longstanding Netflix Christmas universe. The NCU has, <laughs> the has, NCU. Oz, has Oz has dubbed it. <laughs> and apparently, Oz, since we chatted last, there are many more crossovers than even I was oh. aware of. So I, a tip of, the cap oh. to, tip of the cap to my sister for letting me on to that. Oh, well, thank you, Aaron, for tipping us off onto this NCU multiverse. Yes. <laughs> by just one universe. <laughs> I think it has... They're ten- coming from all over. It has tendrils that go everywhere. I'm pretty sure Kang the Conqueror will be involved at some point. Oh, you know, I would watch that movie in a heartbeat. Yes. Kang meets- <laughs> Amber and Prince Richard team up. <laughs> Kang meets a Christmas prince. <laughs> right. Get Amber and Olivia. No, Olivia's Hallmark. That's a whole different one, so... All right, uh, so we're going to get into uh, Christmas Prince here. I'm going to kick off with our cast of characters. We start with Amber, our lead, who's a junior editor at a Beat magazine. She dreams to be a journalist, who is a very intelligent young lady, would you say? How would you describe Amber? Plucky. In my notes, I think I had the word plucky at least a, at least a dozen <laughs> times. She's the pluckiest pluck that ever plucked. That's right. She is quite plucky. Uh, she looks uh, not a week out of high school, um, but that's okay because she's got a great job with great aspirations to be and, a journalist. And boy, she... is she relatable, Oz. Very relatable. Very, she wears very tennis relatable. shoes just like I do. She wears tennis shoes like I do. She pulls her hair back. I've seen girls in the real world pull their hair back. No. Uh, yeah, They're I so have. relatable. So I really... I could relate to Amber for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got our second lead, who is actually, uh, as you'll get into when we start covering the plot, the focus of her first assignment is a big-time journalist, Prince Richard, who is the playboy Prince of Aldovia. Uh, his father, the king, has passed away, and he is a little hesitant to take over the throne. But they have to have... When do they have to have a... A king in place by a sitting they, king. By they have win? one year from when the king passes away, and it just so happens to be this weekend. Oh, which is Christmas. Mm-hmm. They have to have a new king in place by Christmas. Uh, we have Lady Sophia, which is a former love interest of Prince Richard, who's got a little dastardly streak in her that um, we find that she teams up with the prince's cousin. Simon. Oh, that dastardly uh, Simon. Uh, yeah, he's he's just he's just a mustache, a twirling mustache short of tying somebody to railroad tracks that uh, Simon. don't like that Simon. No. We also have Emily, which is the prince's little sister. Mm-hmm. Uh with quite the age gap, if I may say. Yes, um, a very large age gap between Richard and yeah. Emily. So Emily is a uh she is stricken with spina bifida and we see her role, while limited physically, she's got a sharp mind. She's the Professor X of this movie. Very witty. Um, yes, she's the, she's the Professor X of the NCU. 
<laughs> yeah, and very, then, course, very witty. That that Emily, she's <laughs> she is on the ball. She is, and then we've got the queen, which is the queen that's Prince Richard's mother, who wants to see nothing more than her son to settle into his royal roots. Yes, very authentic, uh, so, authentic character, unconditional love for her children. Very good mother. Absolutely. We've got a couple other characters that are really just Amber's friends back home that are there for moral support. We also have her father, who runs a who runs a diner restaurant cafe yes he is from new york he runs a diner <laughs> in new york he does and you know he runs the place because he's always got a towel whipped over his shoulder so. <laughs> and in case it's not clear he's from new york <laughs> he is he is but he's but he's a softy he's not he doesn't have that new york crust of of anger and resentment that seems to be portrayed in a lot of new yorker New York-centered movies. So, yes. Similar, uh, to, similar to the Queen, very authentic character. Yes, yes. We've got good parents yes, in this we do. movie, which I tap into a little bit later. So that's really it. Shorter list of important characters. There's a couple in there that kind of help move a scene along or two, but really when it comes to plot, I would say that's about it. Do you agree? I, I would say like most of these movies, there's really only two characters that matter. But, well, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> But, but yeah. yes, I, th- I think you, you've captured the collection of, of characters that matter or matter enough to advance matter enough yes, and to advance the plot so as the movie kicks off i'm gonna let you cover the plot but you know what got me really excited what get really you what got you going on fake snow overlays we saw it all last week every scene it felt like every scene transition of you being the christmas trees was decorated with fake snow just flowing over whatever uh, stock imagery they were dealing with directly in front movie, of the camera not hitting anything this, else <laughs> no oh no you there's no depth to this snow you don't see sheets of it it's all right you, there. See, a, you see one ply of snow coming right at you <laughs> and so i was really happy to see this kick off uh, right away with some fake snow overlays so all right take it away tell us about this plot well we we open uh on the credits on a on a christmas music that in, in my notes is definitely not rocking around the christmas tree <laughs> no <laughs> no it, nope nope it, it's it is legally <laughs> not rocking around the christmas tree it can't be it's, <laughs> it's train around the christmas rock yeah exactly Exactly. Not rocking around the Christmas tree is the song that's playing at the beginning. Then we get it all. <laughs> Go ahead, Oz. Go. I was like, there's a montage here that uh, it seems to be multi-city wide. Did you catch this? Yeah, we we like, captured I think Manhattan. They're definitely yes. in Manhattan, except for the one cut to that cleared that show that clearly showed the Chicago flag. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, I missed that. (laughs) You got your light blue. I mean, it was cut right at it. And I was like, the whole time, because even Jenny, my wife, watched it with me, and she's like, and I go, it's New York, because you got Rockefeller Center. You, you know, you've got got Central Park. Yeah, Yeah, you're in New York. And then, boom, there's there's the Chicago flag. I was like, why? Maybe we're in New York. I don't know. (laughs) I'd like to think that you know this this. This movie takes place where your heart is, whether it's in New York or Chicago or, or elsewhere. It's it's New Chicago. There you go. The Windy Apple. <laughs> so once, once the, we... The, the big city. <laughs> it's both deep, deep dish and thin crust at the same time. <laughs> at the same time. It tapers. Yeah. <laughs> like a good pair you of like your pizza. You, you like your pizza wedge-shaped? Come to the Big Apple. New York City. <laughs> 
almost Chicago style pizza. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I love it. Uh, after we get our, our, I guess, our confusing opening opening shots set worldwide, um, we have an office interior, and there's our 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 plucky blonde Amber trailing a couple of coworkers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Fashion week's coming up, and she's looking for some tips and whatnot. Uh, her two. Uh, her two friends that are there, her two co-workers who are there solely to explain things to the audience and provide exposition. Yeah. One of which I have in my notes as honest co-worker. The other one I have as stereotypically gay male co-worker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the only uh, the only uh, minorities in the film as far as, as race and, uh, and sexual orientation would be defined. So they're, oh, they're, well, yeah. they're checking some boxes there. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, that's fair. Yes. Yeah. So, so they, they kind of tell the audience what's going on. And immediately Amber is called into her boss's office, Max. And Max, who, by the way, I didn't even bother to look at, at the actress's name. Oh, my oh. God. This actress is awful. She, mm-hmm. oh, she's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Like like, I, like I, beyond fun, bad. Like just bad, yes. bad. Oh yeah, this this, um, this character of Max. As I'm watching it, I'm thinking she makes Janice on the Friends, <laughs> on Friends, like multi Emmy award winning worthy. Like like she. You're right. She is bad, bad at acting. Amber, um, we have to assign you to cover the Prince in Aldovia. <laughs> It's me. I'm also what? from New York. <laughs> I could physically alter my face mid-sentence. And she Jeez. talks so slow to make sure her New York accent <laughs> comes through. Th- yeah, thankfully, she was only in a couple scenes, one at the beginning and one at the, one at the end. Yes. And uh, so... So she assigns Amber to cover the prince. Uh, you know, they, they go over the the exposition. The, it's, you know, a year later from the from the king passing in Aldovia and the socialite, um, mm-hmm. the socialite the prince, prince. Yes. Who's, who dalliance around Europe with, with women mm-hmm. on, on his arm. Uh, doesn't take anything seriously. So he's he may or may not assume the throne and what will happen if he does or doesn't. Max says Amber is hungry and smart. And, and her other writers are also unavailable. So, or, or <laughs> right. as Max would say, my other writers are unavailable. Unavailable. <laughs> she was so bad. Oh god, terrible. Oh, terrible. Uh, so, but I'm glad. But but they set the bar low real quick, uh-huh. so that we're uh-huh. like, oh wow, this actress playing Amber is phenomenal. <laughs> like, no wonder she got the lead. <laughs> yeah. So we, we're back with the coworkers, and and they both confirm the prince's hotness to amber oh yeah and amber i like, have print i i i have prince hottie in my notes yes uh so amber is like oh he's a creep he's not my type like what i don't even know why she would mention that he's not my type other than well, to set up later in the movie yeah that you know like this is like in uh you know the, i i make a reference later on but um but you're right like we have to establish that she doesn't like him so that she could overcome those hurdles to find love. Yep. She also explicitly says out loud, well, I'm not on the market. Just to let you know that, yes, she's single. Yeah. <laughs> and and her co-workers also reveal that Amber broke up with Brian a year ago. So she's been out there for a while. And You paid, ways, you paid so much more attention to this movie than I did. 
<laughs> you didn't catch that she broke up with Brian a year ago. You caught the Chicago flag. I didn't catch that. I, I did. Well, that happened before I tuned out. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we cut to but, Amber going to Rudy's Diner. And who, oh, who, yeah. who owns Rudy's Diner? Uh, Rudy. Yes. The dad. Yeah. yeah. We don't know it's dad right away because when she comes in to get her, her I think it was a coffee and a hot dog. And that must have been a giant hot dog because that was a pretty large size bag. It's like a full size <laughs> grocery bag rolled over with a hot dog in it. It's like one of, so those giant, one of those giant bags with like a giant roast beef that's just just soaking <laughs> in juices at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. That or it was a lawn bag. <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. rake, rake your leaves and get your hot dog all in the same bag. Yep, yep. She just came uh, from Farm and Fleet. And so... Uh, but yeah, so he tells her the price of her, and she's put it on my tab. And then we find out when she says, "Thanks, Pop." Like, oh, this is her dad. Oh, that gets um, it. Yeah. So, and Dad, like, I this could have been produced by Disney, I believe, because everybody's missing a parent. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's established. You know, oh, we, you know, we we miss Mom a lot. We, I miss my wife a lot. Yeah. You know, and, King, and we find out here soon, King Richard. Oh, your father, your father, your father. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that's going to come up with them later. I don't know. Mm. Possibly. But yeah, so dad dad runs Rudy's Diner. And they've got a good relationship. Yes, they do. yes, they do. Very, very healthy relationship. Um, you can tell he's good at his job, too. Everybody there seems happy and, yep. and taken yep. care of. The four um, frequent patrons that are there. Yes. To keep, the, keep, keep them open. Uh, and she says she's reluctant to take the job dad said yeah, right. you, sh- you should take this it'll be good for exactly you. yeah yeah she was worried because she was going to be gone over christmas mm-hmm. and you know since mom left you know since mom passed and and he's just like you gotta do what you gotta do and You're i I, now. I enjoyed something that happened next where the dad like in this moment the dad would give out fatherly advice and he <laughs> explicitly says i'm gonna give you some fatherly advice which is usually just kind of the undertone in these kind of movies, but he literally right. says, "I'm going to give you some yeah. fatherly oh, yeah. advice." So, in other words, he's like, he's like, elbow, elbow to the audience. You should yeah. lean into yeah. this one a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say something profound. Yes, something that 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 of course will come back in, in a matter of moments. Oh, yeah. So, Dad says, "Stay, right. stay true to your dreams, and success will follow." Right. <laughs> okay, Dad. Thanks for laying out the rest of the movie for us right there. Yeah, no no problem. What Thanks, a, Pop. What a sweetheart that guy is. I have my notes. I literally have what a sweetheart her dad is. Yeah, coffee, hot dog, and mm-hmm. life-changing advice. Cut to her walking out of Aldovia International Airport. <laughs> right. Smooth, smooth transition. <laughs> <laughs> I have a point I go, world building consists of four minutes of intro and then a rush to get our leads to cross paths. Yeah, can't, they could not get to Aldovia fast enough in this movie. <laughs> no. ten, ten, ten minutes in, she's in Aldovia. She's, walking, she's in Aldovia. She's walking out yeah. of the International Airport. Oz, have you been to an airport that has, <laughs> has a revolving door entrance? <laughs> No, but I haven't also never been to Aldovia. That's true. Maybe that's just how they do their airports there. They all have revolving doors. <laughs> Come on in, everybody. Yeah. So there, there's reporters around, and you know they're trying to they're trying to track him down at the airport because they know he's been out of town. And he's coming in. She goes to get in a cab, and a man jumps in in front of her, and she calls it's the a man homeless and, man, I believe. Yeah, he looked very scruffy, very scruffy. Oh, he's it's very well done facial hair. She, she calls the man. There was no. Yeah. yeah. She calls she calls the man jerk. And says, "Who do you think you are?" Right. 
and he just looks at her and steals her cab. Yep. There was absolutely no way possible this was Prince Richard. No. Right? No. This no. wasn't him. <laughs> he has facial hair. What kind of princess facial That's hair? That's true. Right. Yeah. Matter of fact, he looks like a certain co-host of mine. <gasps> Ooh. Well, I'd like to think that, that Richard and I do have a lot in common. <laughs> Although I, I don't think I look quite as good clean-shaven as he does. So we got we got some good drugs. Next week, Curtis will be clean shaven on this show, just so that you guys can compare whether or not Prince Richard and Curtis are the same person. Well, I Stay mean, tuned. <laughs> I, mean, I think I have some Aldovian in my ancestry. <laughs> I think it's on my mom's side, twice removed. Uh, <laughs> all those all those Aldovian divorces. <laughs> yeah, uh, Aldovia, the land of divorce. So yeah, so Richard steals her taxi at the airport, mm-hmm. flees off. She calls him a jerk. <laughs> And then cut to <laughs> the interior of the royal palace. <laughs> yeah, beautiful castle. Oh, it's gorgeous. It really was. Yeah, yeah. As, um, as, do you know? Fil- what, yeah, I was just say. I think we're going to the same place. Do you know where they filmed mm-hmm. this as? They filmed this in Romania. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, there's a PR guy up at at the podium, and all the press is there, and so much press. Oh yeah, it's yeah. filled. The place is filled so, with press. It is the largest press conference in history. Like there, are, like every press they're, they're all there from anywhere you wanted somebody like everybody sent their top guy to aldovia mm-hmm. so you could tell ex- this is a big deal worldwide ex- except whatever beat magazine that <laughs> amber works for <laughs> they sent the the plucky tennis shoot ap's there <laughs> junior editor cnn's there npr's <laughs> there reuters beat right. magazine <laughs> they're all there they're all there all the all the heavy hitters are covered right so the PR guy says that, um, well, we're going to have to cancel the press conference, which is a little ironic that oh. they're speaking at the press conference, but we're going to have to cancel the press right. conference. And a reporter oh. asks, well, is the prince going to abdicate the throne? Yay! And the, and the PR guy says, well, well, we'll see what happens at the Christmas Eve ball tomorrow. Oh. Or, or, or at the annual Christmas Eve ball coming up. The press corps was upset. They, yeah, they there were was a lot. There were lots of... It was, it was very... Um, very crowd worthy. If somebody said something positive, everybody in the crowd was yay. And then when it was deflated, oh. And I will say, we'll come back to this in a little bit. But there's a lot of that in this movie. There's a lot of aud- a lot, yeah. aud- audible crowd reactions, right? Gasps right. and, and harumphs and cheers. Yeah, and- <laughs> it's like it's like just one stage above a laugh track. Yeah, it's like we want you to know how you're supposed to feel during this. Yes, they, they definitely lay it on thick with the crowd reactions. So, yeah. so the reporters are all leaving, including Amber, and they all get in cars. And Amber, she's plucky, right, Oz? She's mm-hmm. plucky. Oh, absolutely. She thinks yep. on her feet. Yep. She's not one to pass pass an opportunity by. So she nope. snoops around, and there's there's mischievous music playing just to let you know that what she's doing isn't quite right. <laughs> yep, and not a security guard in sight at the no. royal palace in Aldovia. <laughs> no, there's she sneaks right in. She's taking pictures of everything. There, there's it's it's opulent. This place is gorgeous. So, yes. Again, they shot it in Romania. Romania is known for its opulent castles, apparently. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So that's the only reason I go. <laughs> that you go frequently to Romania. Yeah, I drive though. I don't because I've never been to the Aldovian, you know, <laughs> never been to the Aldovian airport. So we usually go by boat. Yeah, <laughs> just paddle your way over there. You get good tickets in the off season. Mm-hmm. It's all about timing Romania. with overseas mm-hmm. trips. All about timing. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> so if you guys want any tips, hit my other podcast, How to Hit Europe on on a dime. Um, <laughs> 
No, I'm kidding. There's no other podcast. <laughs> there should Not be. Yet. I'd like to hear <laughs> Not this yet. One. I'd like to hear where this is going. Yeah, so, I could generate anything. <laughs> I got all kinds of tips, tips and tricks. So she's back in, in the castle. She sneaks in. A very, very tall man comes up behind her. And, and yeah, we know, know he's tall because she looks up at him. She looks up and the camera moves up. And, and, and you right. Know. So, yeah, haha, it's humor. He's tall. She's short. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and he notices that she has an American accent, which mm-hmm. could only yeah. mean that she is. You're, you're here to tutor Emily. The tutor. Right? She's the American yeah. tutor that had been arranged. And Emily, yeah. or, um, yeah, for Emily, the younger sister. So Amber goes with the lie. She rolls right I with am. it. Yeah, uh, her journalistic ethics are not quite uh, what you would expect. I have that right here as well. Uh, Amber's quickly turned from junior editor to investigative journalist, and then now she's an American tutor. So much for ethical <laughs> journalism. <laughs> so, she, so she's willing to bend the truth a little bit, the Amber. Well, oh, well, it's good. Well, it's you can't bend the truth if you don't know it. I think that's Amber's ace in the hole. Oh, there she you doesn't go. really know what's going on, so there's no truth to bend. So she's now uh, assumed the identity of Martha, Martha Anderson, this tutor <laughs> who was who was supposed to be there two weeks from now, but she's yeah. there, right? Uh, this, Martha, this giant butler takes takes uh, Amber Martha to Mrs. Averill. Uh, she's, I guess, uh, how, what what role would you say Mrs. Averill plays here? Oh, Mrs. Averill. She is your buffer. You're mm-hmm. not going to get to the Royals until you come with me through yeah. me and I am gruff and tough. Yeah, she runs she runs the the palace. Right. She, she organizes things. She she runs operations. Yes, she's she's your lumiere in your uh Beauty and the Beast world. <laughs> kind of for some reason like I'm the the head of the lessers. Yes. I'm the top of the bottom. <laughs> the so, best of the worst. So Mrs. Averill makes makes it known to Amber Martha right away that uh, <laughs> you know, the, the press are parasites. They're journalists. So you can immediately tell that whenever Amber Martha's cover gets blown, ooh, they're not going to like her at all. <laughs> Amber Martha. That's so I have a feeling we should just, we should just call her Mothra. <laughs> we can go with that. Mothra. <laughs> Mothra. <laughs> so... So, so Mrs. Avril takes Mothra to meet the queen. Right. <laughs> and, yes. And uh, and they notice that uh, the queen is arguing with a with a younger man who looks yes. up and who is it, Oz? Who's she uh, arguing it with? Is, it is Prince Richard. His fake beard looks awful. I do love the fact that his mom and sister acknowledge how awful it yes. looks. I thought it was real. I thought it was real the whole time. That furry chia pet on his face. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, and so they see each other. They wreck it. They lock eyes. There, there should have been no reason really why Mothra recognized him. Mm-hmm. Um, did he have a beard on at this point? I don't remember. He did have a beard on. He still had his facial oh, okay. hair. Okay, that's that's right. That's but, right. But they immediately so, yeah, recognized each other, mm-hmm. and and he, and he kind of right. curtsies at her, selfish jerk at your service. That's right. Mm. Oh, and this is, yep. This was our meat cute. Yep. And they always got to have a meat cute. Mothra gives an awkward curtsy to the queen because she's relatable right, she's, as. She's been told to do that yes. too. She didn't know how. Mm-hmm. But, but, but when she, they said, make sure you curtsy, she's, I don't know. How, I'm an American. 
yeah, she gives her American version version of a curtsy, which is weird and awkward, which is so endearing, Oz. Oh, it's very relatable. It's so it's endearing. Relatable. She's relatable. Right. I get mm-hmm. it. I can identify with Mothra. And yeah, we absolutely. we also get to meet Emily. Oh, and she mm-hmm. is sassy, Oz. Emily is sassy. Oh, she is. So she's she what is. like like a tennis year old. I would say yeah, ten eleven. Yeah, ten eleven ish. With she, scripted lines for a seventeen to eighteen year old. Yes. Uh, she's upset that the queen, her mother, won't let her do anything except for study and go to the loo. And and she comes <laughs> she comes in on arm crutches, which is later, as you mentioned earlier, revealed to be spinal uh, spina bifida. Yep. And it's it's made clear right away that uh, Emily does not care for her tutors. No, no, yeah. she runs them out real quick. Mm-hmm. The last yeah. one uh, had a had a uh, a mouse was was in her belongings and, and oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah like set it in her chair to scare her yeah like I, you would think that the royal cat would take care of all these mice <laughs> in the palace but <laughs> not in Romania they don't allow cats in Romania no. uh, we're in Aldovia well Romdovia. <laughs> right where mothra where yeah that's that's where her realm is uh and as as amber martha mothra is backing out of the room she knocks over a priceless ming vase it's only from it's she's so she's so charming though she, she, she's she's relatable it's 15th century she, ming vase she's so Don't clumsy she's quirky what? she knocks <laughs> things over yeah that, that bodes well if I were the queen of Aldovia and I just watched this bumbling idiot knock over this centuries-old Ming boss, I don't know if I would necessarily trust her to tutor my daughter who's on crutches. Yes. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, you seem to run into things without looking. Why don't you go take care of my very fragile daughter? <laughs> She's okay for pratfalls, right? Whoa! Right. <laughs> Let's go walk on this icy sli- sidewalk. Uh, feet and crutches up in the air. <laughs> so uh, uh, later in the evening, uh, oh, what holiday lights! That place is decked out in holiday lights, Oz. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was beautiful. It really was. Like it, it the, I, I, where we we kind of poked holes and and fun at last week. All the establishing aerial views of mm-hmm. of Connecticut. Like I was okay with it here because. You could tell they were actually filming in this castle. Yes. Um, and so I was okay with it. Hey, you've paid for this place to film. Go ahead, show it off. I was fine with that. Yeah. So castles are cool. They are cool. And then they did, I, I'm, yeah, they did film on location, which, which was a nice mm-hmm. touch as opposed yeah. to the, you know, the, 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 the tiny barn that we were in last week. <laughs> <Right. rain. laughs> exactly. So the next day, uh, Mrs. Averill walks uh, Amber Martha Mothra to to Emily's study. Emily clearly doesn't want her there. There's a mouse on the chair. That rascal Emily. Right. Oh, she's yeah, up to no good. Yeah, she's she figured that would be it. That that would round them off. That she'd be taken off for the hills. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have established that Amber has revealed her undercover status to her boss in a quick yes. in a quick properly done teleconference call here where she calls and we actually don't feel like we're the ones being talked to as opposed to last week's episode watch it if you haven't or watch or listen if you haven't done so Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah so emily thinks she's going to scare off mothra with a mouse in her chair that mouse was a pretty good actor because it just hung out and waited its time it did it just sat there it sat there until it was time another in our list of good acting um animals Mm -hmm. that we've identified so far in our series here yeah 
Yeah. Matt Mouse also is gonna t- would have taken Marissa Tomei's 1993 best best supporting <laughs> best supporting actress Oscar. Right. It, it's up for grabs. Yep. <laughs> it would have ta- it would have taken the 1993 Oscar for a 2017 movie. Yep. <laughs> Just ig- ignore those technicalities. <laughs> they don't matter. So, so. A- Amber Martha Mothra looks at Emily's work, sees the math, and immediately says they should work on English because you know what, Oz. Math is hard. <laughs> Math is hard. I'm not. I'm plucky. I'm not uh-uh. mathematical. I went to yeah, wor- math is hard. I went so to let's... word school, not number school. <laughs> You're speaking English, and I'm speaking English. So let's work on English. <laughs> so uh, Emily re- reveals her disability uh, to yep. to to Mathra, and and um, the music. The music got sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, as it would, because as, as one does in these kinds of films. Yep. Uh, and Mothra looks out the window and sees Richard shooting a bow and arrow at a target. Yeah, it's, it's Hawkeye out there, 19 yeah. feet away from this target, and he's just, he can't miss. <laughs> he's literally right in front of it. But. And so th- they decide to go out and investigate. Yeah, let's go we, get we, some we, air. We can use some air, you know, get away from, from this math for, for a little bit here. <laughs> <laughs> that we haven't started yet. <laughs> I don't think they've done any tutoring at all. No, that's it. Well, she's not the tutor. Yeah. Anything <laughs> to avoid. That's. I'd like to know what Martha, the real Martha's up to during all this time. Yeah, I was wondering as well. <laughs> <laughs> she's probably stuck in customs someplace. Yeah, I'm sure she is. Got a bag over her head, you know, hands are tied behind a chair. So, but yeah, we cut to, you know, like you said, Mothra and Emily go mm-hmm. out and they kind of... They kind of ribbed the prince a little. He's lost his facial hair now, and he just, poor guy, can't hit a bullseye from Mm-mm. 19 feet away. Nope. Uh, <laughs> so, so he needs to take the, he needs, well, he, he needs math lessons too, because if you're that close, you should be able to take an angle of trajectory and all that other, you know, he should be able to, to nail it from that close. But you think you know who so? Can, you know who can? Emily. Yeah. She's a, she's a yeah. dead shot, man. She is. One shot. Bullseye. Bullseye. Yeah. Yep. So now it's Amber's turn. Mm-hmm. Oh, and she, she wants a turn. And, of course, mm-hmm. Richard walks up very closely behind her. You know, having... Yeah. having he's a, he, he, he he's gets, pretty creepy. He gets really physically close to her. Yeah. But t- yeah. Takes his left hand, puts it underneath, and, like, is literally holding up the arm, uh, Mothra's arm that's holding the bow. Right, because she's never seen it done before. Despite mm-hmm. watching two people just do it, yeah. she doesn't know how to do this. Um, yeah, it it was it was it was creepy. It, it was a little creepy. He he he, because he's not flirty about it. There's no like he doesn't possess enough personality in his character to to really flirt. Mm-hmm. So he just walks up and sees this, you know, relatable plucky woman. And it's like, oh, I'm just going to put my hands on her because that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and so, and so, she, so she, she draws, she, yeah. yeah, she draws, she draws back and she kind of looks up at him over her shoulder and just kind of smiles and giggles and then lets the arrow fly way off target, flies through a window, <laughs> hits, hits a painting and it's a painting of, of, uh, I think a centaur <laughs> and, and hits, yes, hits, it gets it right, right, right in the butt, right in the nether, right in the nether regions, right in the hammock. And Mrs. Avril is right there to give a a, a, a disapproving, scolding, cold look. Oh, right. Mm-mm. I'm pretty sure closed fists on her hips. Yes. <laughs> yeah. How dare she? And and we've established that really that while while we're gonna meet Simon here soon, it really appears to be that there's a big uh, rivalry, a big uh, 
you know, I would say that Amber's big nemesis is Royal Glass. Yes. <laughs> you know, like she's been there all at 20 minutes and she's taken out a vase and she's taken out a window. Anything and, that can uh, shatter. Yeah, if we could shatter it, she's on it. So One other thing that happened in this scene that, that's worth noting is that uh, you do see the relationship between Richard and Emily. And they have a, ver- yes. a very healthy, genuine sibling mm-hmm. relationship. They admire yes. each other. They care for each other. They communicate well. Right. Emily even kind of ribs him a little bit, like about his reputation. Mm-hmm. You know, right. if mother yeah, would, I did. If, I did. If mother yeah. would see this, she'd lop off my head. And Emily goes, <laughs> better than lopping off something else. <laughs> like your ear. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm 10, mm-hmm. and I should make references to things like that. Yeah, um, <laughs> because yeah. Cause, cause when I was young, all I would do is make fun of my older siblings' genitalia. <laughs> and you don't even have older siblings. So no, just which, is, older which, which is why it was so bizarre and weird. <laughs> <laughs> You'd reference people that didn't even exist, mm-hmm. but specifically their genitals. Yes, yeah. <laughs> No wonder so, I have the reputation I have these days. <laughs> it, it was it was a nice relationship though, yes. because you see a lot. You know, Hollywood helps set the tone. Of mm-hmm. Brothers and sisters don't get along. No, but know? in this case, they do, and it, it was and it was nice to see that. It was it was genuinely it was, nice to see that. Yeah, it was especially when older brother. Apparently, the actor was probably old enough to be her dad, um, <laughs> but that's okay. You yeah. know, there was. You know, mom, mom, your queen and king. Uh, well, never mind. We find out some information later. Yeah. So, so I'll let that rest. So back in Amber Martha Mothra's room, she's uh, mm-hmm. she's FaceTiming with, uh, you know, with her co-workers, the, the direct yep. co-worker and stereotypically gay male co-worker. Right. Uh, and she, she in in high definition, perfect quality streaming. By yes. The way. Yes. <laughs> it's that laptop. <laughs> no graininess, Mm-mm. no lag, no, no buffering. No, it is all... just well, they crystal got, they clear. They got the best Wi-Fi in Eldovia. I'm pretty sure that's their na- oh. that's their national export is Wi-Fi. So she she confirms that math is hard, and um, that Emily wants. She also says that Emily wants Amber Martha Mothra to be her guest at the cocktail event that yeah, evening with all these party. foreign dignitaries. <laughs> party time! <laughs> Oz, how would you <laughs> respond to a child inviting you to a formal cocktail party? Uh, nope. <laughs> Especially when I've just heard said child reference her brother's genitals. So, Although that might nope. that might make it more fun. There, uh, there's some in, oh, there's some intrigue true. there. What do you think, there, ten year old in a wheelchair? What do you think of that guy's crotch? What do you think of her? Well, I don't know. I guess, that's it's, what I meant. It's, it's not my sibling, so I'm, I'm not going to comment right. on that. Yeah, it's it's appropriate. I only talk about my brother. <laughs> right. Right, yeah, and that's really what I referenced earlier. Is we've got this ten, eleven year old girl with the script of a, you know, an older teen. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, you know, it was too, a, too much. It was a, it was a yeah, little. Get, yeah, I mean, you get too much older of, you know, like if her lines are dedicated to too, someone too much older, they sh- they probably have the mental filter to not say a lot of what she's saying. Mm-hmm. I can't see those words coming out of like a twenty eight year old's mouth. But but definitely but you know that older teen you work with teens I work mm-hmm. with teens definitely that filter oh, yeah. is pretty thin. Um, but but this is coming out of a, like like you said like a ten or eleven year old a preteen easily. Yeah. Um, so she's very worldly. But again, all mom lets her do is study and go to the loo. Yep, that's it. Who so who knows what she sees at the in the loo? <laughs> well. <laughs> 
we cut to the event later, and uh, Amber Martha Mothra is subtly taking pictures for her piece. The Queen's talking to the mm-hmm. Prime Minister. He's concerned about Richard because the Prime Minister is the one who has to like administer the event, and and, and is kind of in, I think is kind of a um, sort of like in in charge of, of like the the organization around the crown yeah. itself. Right. Right. Uh, Simon walks up. We get introduced to Simon, Richard's yes. cousin. In a very stuck-up voice, where's my beloved cousin still gallivanting yeah. across the continent? <laughs> oh. <laughs> he's, he's such a jerk. Yeah. Oh, that Richard. Mm. Mm. He's got a bad case of punch face. Yeah. Oh, very much so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He needs it. The old Jack Johnson. Yep. Right in the kisser. <laughs> so, so Richard walks in, and Simon and Richard kind of quibble a little bit. Richard or, uh, mm-hmm. Simon asks Richard if he was off soul searching, and Richard responds with, well, "At least I have a soul." Ooh, I know. Low shot, blow. Shots. Shots fired mm-hmm. across the bow. Across mm-hmm. the bow. Emily uh, no- says to Amber Martha Mothra that she notices that she's fascinated with her brother. Oh, and, yeah. and, well, you know, and, and she needed to tell us this because there's been no evidence of it actually being a case <laughs> in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, she's not swooning over anyone. She's there as an, like you said, a, a, and a, now she's turned herself into an investigative journalist. She was yeah. just there to get the to get the beat from the from the press conference. But um, but yeah, it's, you know, ooh, you've taken a fancy. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it a fancy. I don't call it that yet. I, I will point out that, you know, they, they established that Emily you know, doesn't like tutors and she doesn't extend trust. Right. But And yet we're literally hours after they have met mm-hmm. and worked together for the first time. And now they're besties. Oh, absolutely. They're, they're like yeah. best we, friends. They get along super well. Because, because plot speed in these movies starts at 11. Yeah. Like you have to be going full speed. We don't, like I said earlier, we're building this world in four minutes. We have no time to actually develop anything. Yeah. We've got to get through it. Yeah, these movies just sprint. These like these mm-hmm. Hallmark-esque Christmas movies, it's just a dead sprint from the get-go. And it's, it's, but it's like, it's, it's like we talked about last week, though, that if you aren't sprinting, there's a risk your viewers may stop and pay attention. <laughs> wait, wait, what just happened there? Was that a Chicago flag? Uh, you know, they, they might they might start breaking things down, and and that uh, then all of this they ain't all got just time fall apart, for that. So. Ain't got time for that. <laughs> and uh, and Amber Martha even kind of notices, to, and she asks Emily, like like why are you treating me differently than like these other people? And Emily says because you treat me like a normal child. Which yeah, I, which I got to admit, I, I would for someone in Emily's position, I would think would be uh, would be very comforting and very wanting. Right. I would also, you know, probably say that Amber is even if Amber were the actual you know like tutor here, this is probably the youngest tutor Emily's ever had. Mm-hmm. You know, like you just you 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 get this you know stymied thought that. If you're going to go tutor a royal, then you're probably an established, possibly retired, you know, that you're doing this yes. later in your career. So, yeah, it makes sense that she's not going to build a relationship with somebody who's so much older than she mm-hmm. is. But, of course, we know Amber is only like five years older than she is. Um, she's just so plucky that she's got a professional job. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. So Simon walks up to Emily and uh, and Amber Martha Mothra. Did the queen invite <laughs> one of the chambermaids? <laughs> and, and Simon insists that Amber Martha addresses him as Lord Duxbury. <laughs> Richard walks up and he shied Simon. 
for for preferring his nobility titles, uh, and also makes makes a gag about uh, about Simon's nethers, because apparently yeah, that's what these royals do when they want to rip on each other. They they make jokes about uh, about their nethers. Um, but yeah, these two cousins are just talking about each other's nethers, mm-hmm. and then you know Richard's little sister's got her nether related jokes. So mm-hmm. um, you get the vibe that this family's pretty close. In <laughs> in a couple of ways, yes. <laughs> They're close. Uh Emily reveals that Simon is Richard's cousin and next in line for the throne mm, if right. Richard abdicates. Yeah. So plot point. Emily also points out that she's not a candidate because uh due due to the male bloodline. So apparently it only has to go yes. to a male, which is kinda I don't know. Aldovia, you gotta get with the times here. I know. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. But I wonder, there. I wonder if if Simon's going to gain any headway or find out any information that might fast track his way to the crown. I don't know. We'll just mm. we'll just have to see what happens here. Just have to see. All right. So Amber's back in her room. She's FaceTiming with her coworkers again. Yep. The prince is not what I was expecting. He's kind of cocky, but there's a vulnerability there. And they say yeah. they say they say Amber is smitten. Ooh, she is. I I have that word in my notes. Mm-hmm. Smitten. Smitten. Use it a couple times. Use it a couple times. Yeah. So, th- matter of fact, the very next time it's after this call. Um, what does she find Richard doing by himself? He's the next. It's not nether related. No, no. This one is clearly has nothing to do with anyone's nethers, let alone his. Um, he's by himself playing a piano. He's playing the first Noel alone. Oz, what a sensitive. Alone. What a sensitive guy. Oh. And Amber is full blown smitten. Now. Oh yeah, she she walks up, just kind of gently folds her arm, leans against the door frame. That guy. I know. I I mean, I found heart of, heart of gold. I found myself smitten with him. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. I oh, I was. I'm still hooked on. I'm still hooked on a hottie Christmas tree farm owner, from <laughs> Jack from last week. No, I, I'm I am falling head over heels for Richard. I mean, he's so sensitive. I always fall for he the sensitive, sensitive guy's eyes. You do as much, yeah, as mean as you can be. You always. I am. I, your... I'm pretty ruthless. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> what a jerk this guy is. So, but yeah, Richard's playing piano. Amber's smitten. They chat because mm-hmm. now they're in private, so they can yes. chat. They sl- um, They the wide shot. They slowly move towards each other. Mm-hmm. As the conversation yep. goes on, right they they talk so, they talk about uh, Richard's dad. Yep, Richard misses his dad, so, and he loves his sister. Mm-hmm. So they they bu- things that mm-hmm. yeah, it's just things that were probably common sense because we've no reason for them not to be believed. Yeah. Like they think this is the love for your family is probably unstated unless you've provided evidence to the contrary. Yes. But Richard went ahead and told her, "I love my dad, and I love my sister." Okay, I breathe air. <laughs> they they bond over each having a deceased parent. Yeah, which is pro- which do. is probably not something that everyone can identify with, especially at the, no. in their I'm guessing mid to late twenties or so is what the, these leads were. Right, right. Uh, she asks him about his doubts at the throne, which is something that she does uh, kind of with more frequency as the movie goes on. Mm-hmm. And you know, she gets the vibe that he doesn't really want it. Yeah. She she explicitly states, you know, he has a reputation for women, wine. Uh, who is it you think I am? And she says, I don't know who you are. <laughs> I don't know who you are. Meanwhile, she is living a lie. 
Yes. Because she's Amber, a journalist, mm-hmm. <laughs> not Martha the Tudor. So or, or Mothra. He doesn't he doesn't know who she is either. <laughs> Technically speaking, yes. <laughs> so we cut to a to a room. The queen is in there, uh, family and friends are everywhere, and the queen is leading a toast to new friends too. Yeah. They they, they look at each time. other. <laughs> Emily's there, she gives Mothra a fond look. Amber, Martha, and Richard exchange a look too. That's noticeable there. I have in my notes, yee! That that's all I have. <laughs> <They're> in, yeah, <laughs> yee, just yee! a lot. <laughs> they exchange one of those looks, eh, eh, eh. and then who comes in? Lady Sophia. Oh, that Lady Sophia. There are words Ooh. that are inappropriate for this podcast that one can use. Lady, here. Lady Sophia, and she is interested in Richard. They used to be a thing. It didn't work, but now that he's next in line to be king, oh, she's back. It's very, it's very evident. Sophia's got one goal in mind. I want to help run Aldovia because I care about the less fortunate. Like she's got all these grand environmental, cultural benefit plans that they all, she can only get in action. No, no, she's just in it for herself. <gasps> she's a twisted conniving awful human being oh she's that terrible wants to saddle up next to richard knowing he's going to be the next king making me the queen she's worse than simon absolutely worse mm-hmm. she is far worse than simon yeah far worse than simon you know simon he wants it for his own personal gain but he's also next in line mm-hmm. uh in, so. in the meantime the the queen um, is, is mentioning how the king had a love of handmade wooden ornaments. So every year he would he would hand make <laughs> these wooden ornaments for other people, and there was a a wooden acorn ornament there that they they spend mm-hmm. a little time talking about, a little too much time talking about, and, oh, and, and yeah, lingering on yeah. with the camera. I wonder if it's going to come back later. I doubt it. I mean, why else would I you bring it. up this handmade acorn ornament? Right. Pad the time. Pad the <laughs> run time in this sprint of a movie. Exactly. So the next day in Amber's room, Amber's typing, and we have voiceover dialogue for the first time, which I th- I felt a little jarring because we hadn't had any voiceover dialogue yeah, right, until now, yeah. and now there's voiceover if, dialogue. Yeah, if you don't establish your movie with voiceover dialogue, throwing it in later... It it, it felt weird. It yeah. felt weird. Like, oh, that's her voice, yeah. but her mouth isn't moving. Okay. Right. She still can't get a read on Richard. She nope. can't. Em- and Emily... Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Because he's a, he's, a pl- he's a plank of wood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like his acting performance right exactly <laughs> so amber uh, amber martha closes her laptop when emily comes to the door and emily says they're gonna make make cookies instead of doing her lesson and and amber martha martha is like like what we got stuff to do emily reveals she knows who amber is oh absolutely that's, she calls her by name that sneaky emily that crafty mm-hmm. little girl plot driver uh-huh <laughs> So Emily looked at Amber's computer while while, while, uh, Amber was in the loo, and she knows exactly who she is, but she's willing to keep the secret as long as she is honest in the article that she will write about Richard. Right. Don't make my brother look to be something he's not. Mm -hmm. Even though my entire time I've known you, you've been someone that you're not. Don't make my brother out to be somebody he's not. Which... I respect that. She's looking out for her older brother. And at the same time, I think Amber's on board with it. Because as she's been there longer and gotten to know them, I think she's starting to reveal. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. She's there, you know, because he's the playboy prince. Mm -hmm. But the entire time she's been in Aldovia, 
he's been there and he's been very boring. Mm-hmm. He's playing piano or he's shooting. He's like shoot he's not. Archery. Yeah, he's not Bruce waning himself through, you know, with scads of women or the Russian ballet or, you know, it's just, he's just there hanging out. Yeah, he's uncomfortable. He's he's clearly uncomfortable right. at these events, too. Right. Yeah, and, and so that goes a long way with him, why there's been such a delay on him taking the throne, because it's not something that I feel is in his personality trait. I don't even, it doesn't even feel like it's in his genes. It's like, it's not in his DNA. Yeah, it's almost like he's not a member of the bloodline. Yeah, it's weird because he's the oldest son mm-hmm. and he's a good 15 years older than his younger sister. Yeah, I mean, that's not a it's thing, weird. clearly. It's weird. It's weird. So, so they they continue to bond, Amber and Emily. Yeah, she misses her. Emily misses her dad. Amber points out that Simon is into Sophia. Mm-hmm. Uh, later on, uh, Richard's by himself at the piano again, playing Silent yep. Night. Because. <laughs> All of the, making sure we get in all of these public domain songs yep. as many of them as possible. <laughs> so we don't got to pay the rights for them. Uh-uh. Not with that net. Not with that Netflix checkbook. Nope. There's hardly any money there. Yeah. Um, see, Sophia goes in to talk to uh, to Richard alone, and Sophia says the Queen asked her to come, and that she's never really gotten over Richard, and she's putting the moves on him, Oz. Hardcore, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a full-court press. It's a full-court press here. <laughs> We're going to use basketball analogies now? Why not? <laughs> so, so she's, There's got to be something she, to bring a little life she, to this She's film. bringing the ball up the court. She passes to the wingman. <laughs> right. right. Full-court press, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Richard doesn't understand what sport she's playing, no. so he just keeps playing he's, piano. He's just playing the piano. It's, this, is, this is my only sport, is loneliness. All right. Uh, you know, she says she wants to help at the tomorrow's benefit with the orphans. There's an orphan benefit tomorrow. Richard says that you're just in it for the PR. I was mm-hmm. young and stupid, and I love you, and I never doubt it. And she takes his hand. She's up to no good. Yeah. I don't trust that Sophia. Oh, I don't either. I don't know. Not at, not at all. Mm-mm. Not even one. Like, it's, it is. She's, she's so over the top in her villainy mm-hmm. that it's, like, from the start, you know who the villain of this movie is. Oh, yeah, is. she should have had a, a coat made out of Dalmatian fur. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> she needed, like, a, a little cartoon dog henchman to just be, like, chuckling after everything she says. Because <laughs> like, right? there's just, there's, like, she's, yeah, there's no doubt. If if you're surprised, like, Sophia's not genuine, then you weren't watching the same movie we were watching. <laughs> she needed like like a Disney side character there, you know, like like the dog right. or like or like hiss the snake from the Robin Hood movie, or or, yeah, like, or like yeah, yeah. or like a parrot on the shoulder to be like, oh, oh. <laughs> 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 you sure you want to do that, boss? Yeah, <laughs> she needs a smee for her Captain yeah. Hook. <laughs> Even I think that's kind of evil. <laughs> So, uh, so so tomorrow we're at the orphan fundraiser where they're ra- yep, they're raising yep, we're going to raise money for gifts. Yep, we're raising money f- for gifts for the orphans. There's people singing. Right. There's a that's a fet- festive atmosphere. People are having a great time, Oz. Uh, now, <laughs> well, question for you. Mm-hmm. I if if you're like a community member and you're trying to get the community on board with raising money for, you know, for the orphanage. That's great. Mm-hmm. Cuz you're just you're somebody trying to rise up this is the royal family of aldovia just why are you trying to get other people to chip in the money 
you're the royal family of Aldovia. Just pay for it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Cash know? in a couple of gems or something. I felt the same way, and I know I made a Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne reference earlier, but you know, like when you're watching when you're watching The Dark Knight and he's having his political fundraiser, you are a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> just go to just Toys pay- Just go to Toys R Us. Just go to KB. Just buy right, some gifts. Just, just buy them. Quit trying, oh, I'm gonna get my rich friends to donate. Yeah. You are the richest of your rich friends. Yeah, just do it. Just do just it. Just do it. Right. Yeah. They're they're toys. You're not buying it's not like we're buying toy stores for the orphans. Yeah. <laughs> it's just toys. <laughs> yeah. So, so the queen thanks the crowd for coming. She goes to introduce yeah. Richard, and Richard is nowhere to be seen. Cr- crickets. Yeah. No yeah. Richard. He, oh, but he was just there. Oh, but does this mean he's huh? abdicating the crowd? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> this is turned into a press conference yeah. all of a sudden. Emily knows where he is at, so so she takes Mothra over. He's at the mm-hmm. orphanage building snowmen and playing with the orphans. What he a is, sweetheart. Oh, what a good do, guy he is. Do you think Richard might be stunted in his development? Like like, like arrested development type thing? <laughs> Fair, yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah. yeah. So he, <laughs> identi- like every time you can- he identifies more with 14-year-old boys than he does with adults. Like every time you catch him, he's he's doing something mildly childish. <laughs> I'm gonna go shoot my, my bow, bow and arrow, arrow. but but I'm gonna shoot my bow and arrow close enough that I don't miss. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm gonna play piano, but I'm gonna play pianos from Christmas songs from my childhood. Yep. It's like, oh, I'm supposed to give this briefing, but I'm gonna go play. I'm gonna go play with kids. Um, so, a little bit of rest of development yeah. there, possibly. So he, he playfully commands the orphans to open fire and throw snowballs at the snowmen. And mm-hmm. what do they do, Oz? They throw at him. What a, oh. oh, what scamps those kids are. Those little, <laughs> those little scamps. Those jerks. Don't they know who they're throwing snowballs at? <laughs> and they're laughing and they're having a great time. Oh, he's such a good guy. Uh, by the way, I, I pointed out, or I noticed here, that uh, Amber has the cutest hats in this movie. She does. She wears Very the cute. she wears the best hats. One could argue, like last week, where's her wardrobe coming mm-hmm. from? She's spent an awful t- more time in Aldovia than we planned on. Yes, but yet she's got to change of clothes. She's got a new outfit, a new hat for every occasion. Not new shoes though. Hey, uh... still wearing those <laughs> plucky sneakers yeah. because she's relatable. She's relatable with her red with her red yep. Chuck Taylors. <laughs> Absolutely, Oz. What do you think would have happened if you know when those kids started, when the orphans started throwing snowballs at him? What if he got mad? How would that have changed the course of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> it, would, it would have been Billy Madison at recess. <laughs> <laughs> now you're all in big, big trouble. <laughs> he, he just starts pelting like that Peyton, like yeah, the Peyton Man oh, yeah, SNL yeah. sketch. <laughs> He's just chucking it. He throwing his, his four seam fastball at these orphans from like ten feet away. <laughs> Right, so we know, we know that we know that Prince Richard likes a close target. So <laughs> Richard, there was ice at that one. <laughs> I don't care, you little pisser. <laughs> Should have thought twice when he threw at me. So we cut to uh, evening at the palace, and the queen confronts Richard. There's more to being a king than compassion. He should have been mm-hmm. there. You can't just spend time with the orphans. You can't do that. Right. You have other responsibilities. But the but the queen believes in him, and she calls him out for his self doubt. Mm-hmm. So, Oz, what do you think a king full of self doubt would look like? 
like a king who had zero confidence. <laughs> How effective would that leader be? <laughs> Trying to think of a king with no confidence. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, like, this is, I guess this, we can dissolve the trade agreement. Or, or should we? Oh, man. This is, I'm, in a, what do you think? I'm in a pickle. <laughs> what do you think, King Eeyore? <laughs> well, I don't know. I oh, well, guess. I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Eeyore, Oscar the Grouch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. King with self-doubt. <laughs> so, <laughs> Newsflash, since 2017, the kingdom of Aldovia has been taken over by anybody that wanted it. That's why there's no Aldovia. They just walked in. He's like, well, I guess you're here. I don't want to be, I don't want to be a bad host. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you can have it. <laughs> I'll just go play with the orphans. So so the next day, uh, Mothra is uh, starting to tutor Emily in English, and Emily's bored. Yeah, and yeah, and uh, Amber challenges Emily to a little adventure. So they bundle mm-hmm. up and they go outside, and there's mischievous music playing again because they have the market yep. on mis- and- mischievous musical score. And if I've got a person who has, you know, a debilitating physical ailment that doesn't allow them any lower body mobility, I'm going to throw them on a sled. Let's go tobogganing. <laughs> Let's, see. <laughs> Let's see where this heads. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> In secret, without any supervision or, yeah. or medical help <laughs> right. readily available. Yeah, nobody knows who I truly am, but I'm going to take you and we're going to go out back and we're going to toboggan. So they 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 get on this sled and they sled down what is a clearly plowed snowpath. Like if, if you look close, it's yeah, yeah. it's been plowed. It's there's nothing. Well, it's because because <laughs> Richard's been sledding for a while. That's right. <laughs> it's another childhood activity that he loves to do by himself. So he comes by in a horse. Richard does, and he watches them with a smile. Oh, yeah. Amber and Emily fall off in a hilariously poorly edited sequence that makes that yes. tries to make it look like they're going much faster than they are. But it's, yeah. when the, there's a couple moments in this movie that try to make it, they try to like genre switch a little bit and and do like an actiony yeah. thing or like a horrory thing, oh, yeah. and it's just it fails. It's just bad. it's it's awful. Yeah, it's awful. It's asking it's asking the director who already doesn't have much range to extend his range. Yeah. Um, I have determined though at this point that uh, these movies are completely in the editing. Like what? It's what the, the oh, editing yeah. is. What makes these movies? We're two, we're two yes. movies into our Hallmark esque month, and it's the editing that saves and makes these movies. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's there's a, you know, it, you've it's almost like you make one, you can make any of them. Mm-hmm. You just you've got X amount of time for X amount of scene. You just like replace the previous footage with this move movies footage, yeah. and then just export, and there's your movie. Yeah. So is Emily okay? They fall off and she's not moving for a moment. And then Amber panics and Emily pops up and goes again. That little let's do it again. Oh rascal, Emily. And then Richard hits Amber with a snowball. Yeah. And, and then they exchange the look. <gasps> I have it in caps. The look. The look. I I I, yeah. I have. They look at each other or they look each other over in all caps because during this this snowball fight, which then goes to a slow mo sequence. <laughs> No, <laughs> to, to emphasize their closeness, I guess. Uh, yeah, he, yeah. he falls on top of her. 
what are the odds? Mm. And they kind of do okay. like they kind of like 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 look each other over, kind of like from the waist up, like mm, hey, hey, what's going to happen here? Yeah, nethers. <laughs> and Emily, of course, interrupts because there's always interruptions prior to like an intimate moment in this movie. Oh, they can't kiss the they can't kiss no. the first time they're supposed to kiss. Yeah. Uh, Simon and Sophia come across them. They look quite cozy together, and Sophia thinks something Ooh. about Miss Martha just isn't right. So there, there's some there's some things there. Uh, they're back at the castle. They're coming in. Uh, a groundskeeper saw them, Oz, and the Queen is there to confront Richard and and yeah, Mothra get... and Emily. What what does the Queen they have get... to say? Well, they get scolded. Um... And honestly, you, like I established, you have got far more detail in this movie. Of all the movies we watched, this is the least amount of notes that I've taken. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they get scolded, and then immediately they get praised. Mm-hmm. So, uh, good parenting there. Nice sandwich technique. Yes. Something positive, something negative, something positive. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, we don't want our mid-20-year-old lead actors to feel like they're scolded. Uh, despite the fact that we want him to be the king, mm-hmm. um, but we don't want him to feel bad. Yeah. So. He's got enough self-doubt as there is. Oz. Right. <laughs> don't break up. I know. Yeah. The queen mom. <laughs> he's only got like, like 24 more hours to decide if he's going to claim the throne. Right. So the next, uh, I will admit, I will admit um, that it's, it's happened prior to this, but this is where a lot of my notes really start to break down. Uh, late night, last night fell asleep through a lot of this. But not for long, as my wife's got an elbow <laughs> in my ribs the whole time. I've, I would say starting probably about 10 minutes ago into like our story is where um, some of my notes become unintelligible. <laughs> you fell asleep by the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm typing and nodding off. I woke up and there's times where my notes have words that are not even remotely <laughs> related to this movie. Like a video game character's name shows up in my notes. It's like, can you have stream of consciousness while you're asleep? I did it, folks. <laughs> it's so. And then Luigi you, and Mega you, Man showed up. And... <laughs> like when you when you cut to me on what did you say? My notes say. Um, Amber and Richard, no, Amber and Richard, forgot the R, <laughs> get scolded and then immediately get portrayed, <laughs> followed by Amber must have vision issues as she could fit 11 pages of text on one page. I, I have no <laughs> idea what that means. <laughs> I have a clue. For like the last 15 minutes of this podcast, I've been thinking, oh, can we just cut to the end? Because I really don't have a clue. What's I'll, going I'll, on. I'll do the heavy lifting here for the ne- for the next couple of scenes. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm like, like I, somebody steals a horse yeah, and then they're well, drinking whiskey yeah. and I, I don't Richard, know. <laughs> that's pretty much it. I'll, I'll give the, the quick synopsis. Richard, next morning, Richard takes his horse out. She finds another horse and, and, and follows him. And of course she knows how to saddle a horse because she's plucky Amber. Okay. Right. Um, I, her st- Cause she's from New York. Yeah. <laughs> they get lost in the woods. Her horse bucks her off. Um, oh, okay, that's o- right. ominous music plays, and I will say the music sounds suspiciously like the Dagobah music from The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> I I do vaguely remember another that. ominous yeah. location. So apparently now they're in Dagobah, <laughs> right? And, and her X-wing <laughs> sinks in the swamp, right. <laughs> and it, it's getting dark, and a wolf comes at her. Right now, is this when Jack shows up and yells the wolf away? He does, but not after he. he Pulls a gun out and shoots it into the sky. So oh, apparently, he's, yeah, he, okay. yeah, he has a bow and arrow at him. You know, um, you know, earlier in the film, but now he has a gun with him. 
Um, I mi- I missed the gunshot, oh, yeah, he, he, but he, I got he, the I got the yelling at the wolf, and it ran he away. He shoots into the sky a couple of times, and like, get out of here, wolf! And then he takes her back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they they end up back at at the the king's hunting cabin, which apparently is on the ground someplace, very private, very romantic. There's a fireplace oh, okay. going. Oh, it's it's just warm colors everywhere. He gives her an old Aldovian cure, which is mostly whiskey. So that's that's the whiskey okay. thing that you mentioned. And w- cure, cure for what? She fell off a horse and has been perfectly fine. A cure for fear? Well, apparently it's implied that I, she's been out there for hours. Oh, okay. Just at a staring contest with, with a, wolf. a wolf. Yeah. <laughs> and right. I will say, back to our, our bit about uh, animal actors, this wolf was a pretty good actor. I, yep. it was, I he, he, was it a real wolf? It, I don't remember. It, it, it was, was if it, it wasn't a real wolf, it was a, a wolf-like dog, but very good at okay, snarling well done. and looking menacing. Fair enough. Also, after, it was probably the same Malamute from the thing. <laughs> it probably was. He's aged well. <laughs> really <laughs> aged well. He's not as mobile as he used to be. But mm. um, So they're back there, and they're, he's reminiscing about his father. He's doubtful about the throne. She calls him on it again. He thinks that she thinks he's just a spoiled rich kid, and you should you should stop worrying about what everybody else thinks. Um, and just like that, he came across a poem. He came across like a journal that his father had left there, and there's a poem in this journal, Oz, and it's it's a riddle. It's a riddle. Oh. <laughs> well, why not? Because yes, it's a Chris Christmas riddle. He was going to put this this thing he was writing into this wood acorn ornament there's our our come around to the acorn ornament right right but what does it mean what does it mean they don't know they can't figure it out she says it's mysterious and beautiful they look at each other and then the whole the, the, the horse whinnies from somebody, outside yeah s- and it, somebody <laughs> off screen yells frau blucher <laughs> <laughs> And a horse whinnies and horse their kisses interrupted. Yeah, the horse and, and of course he has to go check on it. <laughs> Oz, would you let a horse whinny interrupt your romantic intimacy? If, if I really didn't want to kiss her, I would. <laughs> oh, that, I think that was a horse. I'm pretty sure. I should probably, well, should, I'll be right I'll back. I'll go check on that. We're in the middle of the city, Oz. Right. <laughs> Is that a horse around for miles? Well, I'm, that's why I'm surprised. Let's go check on it. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, there shouldn't be a horse out there, but ooh, good job. Yeah, I, I, I thought the same thing. Like, you're going to call it because of this? <laughs> but it's a good thing that he went outside to check on that horse because yes. because her, her yes. journalist hat goes on and she starts snooping again, just like a good journalist, and she finds a secret no. compartment in this desk. She, she Nicholas cages that yep. compartment. <laughs> and she finds a folder full of documents which she somehow hides on her person to take back to, to to the castle. She doesn't have any bags or like anything, so she must have like stuffed it down her pants or stuffed it under her shirt or something. <laughs> Just stuck it in her pocket. Yep. So she she gets back. Sophia sees them come coming back together. Oh, she's mad. She dramatically closes the shades. Just like like an evil stepsister from Cinderella. Yeah. Oh, very much so. Um, so she's in a room. She goes through this folder, and they are adoption papers. Oz Richard was adopted. He's not royal I blood. See, I see that in my notes. I was cognizant enough to type <laughs> it out <laughs> in, in between naps. <laughs> so, like a lot of this, really, I'm like, okay, all right. It's like 
Oh, it's like trying to understand a paper by reading the outline. Yeah, <laughs> it's just not happening. Or it's it's like it's like the, the like the fourth grader like giving a book report and like like just <laughs> didn't and didn't read it. And it's like looking at the back of the book at the synopsis. <laughs> yeah. So there was a guy oh, named Moby sense. Dick, and he uh, <laughs> apparently uh, fished a lot, and yeah. All right. So there's a boat. Yeah, there's a boat. There's some water. So. Uh, she, so these documents are there, and her co-workers, who she's FaceTiming with again, because she needs them to tell the audience what's going on. Uh, right, yeah. And, you know, the, it'll make your career. you got to write about this. So next day, Sophia... Can... Well, she's facing... Now she's facing on the conversation with her co-workers. She's dealing with that age-old question of my career versus love. My heart. Like, yes. My heart if, versus my livelihood. If, you know, I, I've almost kissed this guy twice, so I'm really into it. Mm-hmm. Um you know, clearly. Now, not now's the best time more. to ruin his life. I mean, how many times have you almost kissed someone twice? So, <laughs> for, for the horse uh, winning it to, uh, to interrupt. Right, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she's like, but I, I do. I, I could really establish my career here, um, you know, with my <laughs> with my single article. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Sophia confronts Richard. You were I saw you with that peasant last night. She's mad. She pulls she pulls Richard in for a kiss. So she's like she's pouring yeah. on. And you know, not even really quick. I do I was awake for this part. Um and of course we know that, you know, Amber's gonna walk in as of it course. happens. But 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 Richard gave I mean, he's quite a bit bigger than Sophia. Mm-hmm. And she didn't exactly like jump at him. This was walk towards him. Grab him, pull him in for a kiss. Like he he could have he could have easily fought her, <laughs> fought yeah. this off with any amount of effort. But he, uh, he he's never kissed a real girl before. He's just almost kissed them. So he really didn't know what was happening. So Amber Martha Mothra sees it and she's crushed. She runs away. She's in a room. She calls yeah. her dad. <laughs> he lays on his New York accent. <laughs> hey. Give some fatherly advice. Listen to your heart, Twitch. It'll always tell you the truth. <laughs> I don't think he said toots, but I heard toots as he was talking. Oh, yeah. Toots was in yeah. there. Toots was in there. Uh, Richard comes to the door, and he is dressed in the nines. So it's it's oh, like yeah. late at night, and, and, and he is he is looking dapper, Oz. Yeah. Let's go for a walk. Let's go for a walk. Because I need to set the record straight. And he asked her to come to the Christmas Eve ball tomorrow night because I'll feel less nervous with you there. Party time! <laughs> he's 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 decided he's he's pretty sure he's going to take the crown. And Amber Martha says, "You know, Richard, there's something I need to tell you." And then he kisses her. Oh yeah, kisses. super with a super kiss. Yeah, yeah. I I put that in there, and I think. <laughs> oh, I did. I had it here. Amber's about to reveal the truth, yes. but then Richard erases her thoughts with a super kiss. Yes. <laughs> he, to- he totally Superman kissed her. Yep, like, he, he, after this kiss, he orbited I, the Earth backwards to reverse time. I, I don't remember what I was even thinking. That kiss was so dynamite. Mm-hmm. Oh, my heart melted when I saw that, Oz. It was about time. <laughs> no horse whinnies, no sisters throwing snowballs. No, no, no finally, uh-huh. we're here. We're at the moment where they smooch. And while this is happening, Simon and Sophia enter... Amber's room and go through her stuff. Yep. Sophia finds the passport with her real name. Simon finds a certificate of adoption. Well, well, well. Mustache <laughs> twirl. <laughs> da, da, da. So next day, Richard rides his horse to the cemetery, tells his dad's grave that I'm going to accept the throne. I'll never measure up to you, yeah. but I'll right. accept the throne. Dad. Dad. 
<laughs> Dad. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> Emily's worried that Amber's going to forget him. Yes. And so she gives her a gift, a perfect size charm bracelet. Yeah. Like, beautiful, I've beautiful bracelet. I've never measured your wrists, but I assume you're this size. So here's your, bra- yep. here's your bracelet. Fits like a charm bracelet. Yep. And in addition to that, Emily brings in a team of people to make to oh. give Amber a makeover. <laughs> makeover time! <laughs> I'm pretty sure one of them was wearing a tool belt, I will say. Right. Oh, yeah. So she gets her hair, her makeup. her She gets hair, makeup, and gown. Or... As we Americans call it, the worst. Uh-huh. Make over. <laughs> um, right. I, I have in my notes here, Oz, that uh, there's a little bit of a plot hole here. So you would think oh. you would think that these documents that um, that our girl Amber found would probably be a big deal to her, is what you know, right? Like they might make her career. She's back in her room and she never notices that they're missing. You forget that she was given a super kiss <laughs> that that wiped her entire memory <laughs> which wiped her memory clean yeah <laughs> that's 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 my understanding so these missing is, documents there's... never cross her mind never at no. all she's got a party to get ready for yeah. so they're at the ball that it's, yeah. the, it's the it's the big christmas eve ball and yeah. richard's next to the queen they chat he he confirms to her yeah i'm gonna take the crown and amber martha mothra walks down the stairs and the entire room (gasps) gives an audible gasp (laughs) i took i took a full nap in the time it took her to get (laughs) oh yeah she took her time but then again that that, 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 that gasp took its time too (laughs) yeah i think they realized that uh they probably sped too far along in the plot earlier in the movie so we really do need to pad it here, folks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did. I felt so rested by the time she got to the floor. <laughs> so she gets down there. The room is gassed. Richard does one of those, like, like eyes get wider as he looks at her. Like, Whoa. oh, yeah. I, I, was, I was expecting, like, like a, like a spit take or like a, like a, like a, like a, like a what, what, double take or, or like a, a ooga. His <laughs> eyes flash out of his head. <laughs> There's like a wolf whistle. <laughs> yeah. Jaw drops to the floor like an anvil his t- <laughs> panting tongue his tongue rolls out <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. It right it's a droopy dog cartoon <laughs> simon says well she cleans up nicely and sophia's like lipstick on a pig oh that's sophia <laughs> can't let anyone else have a moment no no but amber um she uh, emily is there as well and and Amber is her gown is floor length, so she pulls uh, the front of her dress up just a little to reveal that underneath she's still wearing her red Converse Chuck Taylors, which Emily it's still just me, Emily. loves. It's still me, Emily. She's Don't you worry. So relatable. I can't get enough. You can take the girl out of New York, but you can't take New York out of the girl. Amber is like this generation's Jennifer Lawrence. She's just you. Just want to hang out with her. She's so relatable. She belches. <laughs> She does this things like that. Four years old. I, I, I think Jennifer Lawrence. I is stand by my statement. Lawrence. She is this generation's Jennifer Lawrence. She is the new J Law. <laughs> See you later, Katniss. Step aside for Mothra. <laughs> See you later, new Mystique. Yeah. <laughs> we got Mothra. So the dance has begun, Oz, and there's fancy people, fancy dancing everywhere. 
Oh, yeah. And Richard and Amber dance. And mm-hmm. I noticed that Sophia enters Re- wearing a red dress with, like, bright red lipstick. So, so she's literally wearing evil right now. Yeah, she's the she's the femme fatale of mm-hmm. the whole thing. And it's coronation time. He looks at the empty throne. We know, He knows what he's got to do. Fancy music plays. Um, I, I noticed at this point, Oz, that as, as fancy and opulent as this room was, some of the lights in the scene were a little... They didn't quite match up. Um, some of them looked like they were like straight off the rack from Ace Hardware. <laughs> they probably were. <laughs> there, there were some, like like just like your standard like 70 mini light strands just there. Well, the amount the amount of energy that goes into exporting the world's Wi-Fi, they've really got to cut costs somewhere, and so this is where it came. Hey, Avril, run down to the Ace. <laughs> We're a little short on lights. <laughs> right. we, bring the fr- we need a new bring one. Bring your membership card to save ten percent. <laughs> um, so they they uh, begin the coronation ceremony, which sounds very suspiciously like a wedding ceremony. Like I, yeah, I, I oh, was yeah. like, like the verbiage in there. Like, do you do yes. you take this this country to have it to hold for richer <laughs> for richer and poorer for for sickness and in hell? Yeah. And, and then they get <laughs> I do they get to the like uh, whoever you know, has a claim or doubts this. I forget what the what the words are, but and uh, right. Sophia disputes the claim. Oh yeah, she disputes. That's right. I I did forget, but I remember now that yeah, she waited, waited, and just pounced on her oh, moment. Yeah. Luckily, they asked. Can you imagine if they didn't ask? Like, how long has it been since Aldovia? You figure Richard's father, King Richard, was probably king for quite a while. Mm-hmm. So, and Sophia's fairly young. So, kudos to her for studying up on her uh, throne crowning um, hierarchy of rules and knowing that there would be a chance for her to dispute. Or the fact, like you said, Sophia's been to weddings before and she understands that this... Yep. <laughs> does anyone object? <laughs> I object up? to this throning. Right. So she's ready with the news that he's adopted. She presents the certificate of adoption. She outs Amber. Amber. She outs Amber. Amber confirms she's a journalist. The queen confirms yep. that the certificate is legit. So the queen knew. The queen knew, Oz. I Did Richard know? No, Richard did not know. He got upset and okay, ran away. That, yeah, I mean, I knew that he, but it's one of those that, like, you know, it just seems, I don't know. No, he, no, I, he didn't know. He I, ran away. Simon steps up, says, well, I'm the next in line, so I, I have a claim to the throne. <laughs> it's me. Amber tracks. So, and this is where everything, this is where everything moves from speed 11 to speed 20. Oh, God. Yeah, the foot is firmly down on the gas pedal right now. Yes. Yeah. Amber tracks him down outside, you know, tries to apologize, and he's like, well, you've got a grand story now. And then he runs off. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she's in the car. She's leaving. So, she, so she's going home. She's yeah. She, she's on her way back to the airport. She's on her way to the airport. Uh, meanwhile, like, are they crowning? They're not. They're supposed to be crowning a new king right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they have, like, the, so, the clock's ticking. They only have until literally right. a year from where the king passed away, and it's right. almost there. So that's, they know they have to crown a king. So I feel like if they know Richard's out, they, they've they got everybody there. Why did they just crown Simon then? They I don't know. They didn't, for whatever reason, because... Well, I mean, other than the plot yeah. purposes, <laughs> but it's like, you're there. Yeah. Well, he, he hadn't married Sophia yet, so he didn't have a queen. No, that's true. So, uh, next day, the queen talks to Richard. 
Why did you lie to me? Well, we were going to tell you, you're your miracle. I wasn't able to have kids. Em- Emily was a miracle. Um, like, we never expected that to happen. They're going to fight Simon for the crown. We're not going to let Simon That's get right. away with this. And he forgives her. That's yeah. all right. Just Thanks, thanks, Mom. <laughs> so just like that, Simon and Sophia get married. Because, you know, her, her oh, yeah. whole thing is just to have a crown on her head. Mm-hmm. And Simon is an idiot. It either realizes it and doesn't care. Or, I mean, because once they seal the deal, he goes to kiss her. You may now kiss the bride, and she turns oh, and yeah. takes the peck on the cheek. So, yeah. Yeah, he's clueless. He has no idea. He just wants what, what Richard had. Right. So, right. Um, so Emily's back at the airport. She calls her dad, because that's what she does when she's upset. She cries. Everything went wrong. I crushed the, per- crushed the person I was worried about. Well... I'm going to give you some fatherly advice, Amber. (laughs) I've been alive a long time, and I've had some learning experiences. Failure plants the seed. Plants the seed. Seed? You mean like like an acorn acorn is a seed? There's something in the acorn. Right. This was our our sorry my hands have got sap on them moment. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, another tree-related result resolution to our problem. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, there's a, they're in a, some kind of courtroom in, in Aldovia, and everyone's there. They said that uh, the king the king must be crowned. The queen is like, well, the will of the king of the former king must be valued. And all the reps in the room, all, all the people in there are, are harumphing, like Benjamin Franklin, Benjamin Franklin. Rubble, rubble, yeah. rubble. It took our job. Yeah, exactly. Prime Minister <laughs> says ceremony's got to happen today. Um, so Amber's back at the palace. She she's she runs. She she gets inside. She gets she convinces Miss Averill to let her in. There's something in the acorn, and she cracks the acorn, and there's a note inside. She shows it to Miss mm-hmm. Averill, and they run off. Back in the courtroom, uh, Simon is about to be crowned, and Amber runs runs in with Miss Averill. Stop. Stop. This can't happen. Right. Amber said... Because... Because... Because because before the king died, he rewrote the laws without telling anyone... And put the decree in an acorn. (laughs) The one place everyone would find it. The Aldovian government has been running without a king just fine for a full year Uh now. But apparently this is really a dictatorship. <laughs> so he changed the law by, yeah. by writing a decree and <laughs> stuffing it in an ornament. It's, it's sticking it in a Christmas <laughs> ornament. <laughs> so they Richard reads it. It's a royal decree. He could be king. They name him king. Richard Bevan Charlton, king of Aldovia. <laughs> Bevan. <laughs> how, how, many, how many Bevans do you know, Oz? <laughs> None. I felt like like I know some Ke- I know some Kevin yeah, or, or some, some Devins. Devins. Yes, I, I maybe maybe or 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 maybe even an occasional Tevin. <laughs> yeah. I'm fond of the number seven. Kevin Campbell. I've heard of a place called Heaven. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, f- I feel like may- maybe the writer was dictating this like uh, like like it into their their device and maybe had a cold and, and it was supposed to be Kevin and R- Richard Kevin Charlton Richard Bevan <laughs> and Bevan stuck. Like okay, Amber slips off during the during the coronation. By the way, she she yeah. sneaks out. Nobody notices her leave. 
Right. So because it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. she's got she's got to get to the next scene. Yes. So she's back in New York, and she's <laughs> talking to Max, her boss, and right. our, our our esteemed actress, Max. Oh yeah. Right. It's a puff piece, Amber. It's not gonna get published. It's not gonna see the light of day. No. So Amber quits. I'm gonna I'm gonna write a blog yeah. about this because that's what people right. do. I'm gonna start a blog with and with one blog entry. Yes. Everyone will read it. You don't know. And I'm gonna call it a career. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. She, two weeks yes, later. No, week a later. week later. It's New Year's. It's we're, New Year's Eve. We're a week later. It's New Year's yeah. Eve, and she's at the diner with her dad and with her two work friends. Her article, which she just published three days ago, has over 20,000 likes, Oz. It caught fire. On her uh, on her blog. On her blog. <laughs> that, were, that went fast. I, that did go fast. Good for uh-huh. her. Uh-huh. Her friends. Oh, we'd be sitting. We'd be sitting pretty if our podcast had that many that many listeners and that quick of a time. Oh yeah, we didn't hit. We didn't hit twenty thousand in three days. Although we also have not covered the Aldovian King yet, and that is what this episode is. Yes, this will go over big time in Aldovia. Rocket ship. <laughs> oh, here we go. Watch out, Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Watch <laughs> out, Mark Marin. Watch out, Joe Rogan. We're coming for you. <laughs> Maybe. We've done something you haven't done. We've covered 2017's A Christmas Press. Yes. <laughs> that that market in Aldovia is ours. <laughs> Nobody's tapped into that. We, we, we've cornered Brazil. <laughs> Watch <laughs> out, Aldovia's Aldovia. next. So her friends try to set her up with a group group date. She doesn't go along. She's wearing a Rudy's Diner shirt, so she's working there now just to kind of help ma- she's make working ends meet. She's working for her dad. Um, by the way, yeah. before we hit the, the, the climax here, the big finale, uh, it's New Year's Eve, and it's like minutes before midnight, and this place is moments. Is, this place is littered with young people. Yeah, oh this yeah. diner in New York in, is in New York is City. Littered with twenty somethings. Where else would you go in New York City on New Year's Eve? I, I couldn't think of a place. I'm gonna go to my local diner. I'm going to Rudy's. <laughs> I'm going to Rudy's to, for a good meatloaf dinner and ring in the New Year party time. <laughs> so. Those they're at Rudy's. Uh, she's cleaning a table, and a snowball hits the window, and she looks up. It's Richard. Richard is outside Oz. He's right there in New York City, outside Rudy's diner. Mm-hmm. I'm glad she looked out the window. Yes. And so, she, so she goes out. She says that they say they miss each other. A palace is a lonely place for a king, and he proposes right there. One week later. Right there. He's he's so lonely. So lonely. So lonely. <laughs> and she's like, well, what about my career? What about my dad? What about the diner? <laughs> what about my, I, I love that too. What about my career? I have started a new blog with one post. Yeah. <laughs> what, about what about my, my career? <laughs> and uh, I'll, I have, uh, I'm going to give kudos to uh, Melissa, my wife here. She chimed in with, uh, speaking for Richard, well, no wife of mine is going to work. <laughs> Fair enough. By royal decree. You're going to be the queen of Aldovia. You don't need to work. My wife doesn't work. Well, what about my dad? We'll move him to Aldovia. We can move the whole diner. She kisses him, right. says yes. Dad looks out the window as they kiss and rings in the new year. I will say the camera lingered on him just a, just a, a beat too long. 
<laughs> to yeah, kind of well. get a little weird, but but he's happy. He's a lonely dude. <laughs> he's happy. The the camera right. spins around them, and there's at least I'm pretty sure at least 19 different camera spins, all from different takes. <laughs> and then they kiss, and they the credits roll. And, I I may have turned the camera off and, or the the TV off immediately after the kiss because I'm like, because she says yes because the movie's almost over. Yeah, <laughs> like they can't think about yep. it. I've known you two weeks. You've only really known who I am for one week. <laughs> and then a song that, that resembles Beauty and the Beast starts up. That, that, that's yes. my last moment in my notes here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a song that is, that, is, that is legally not Beauty and the Beast starts up. All right. We have now, we have now spent more time talking about this movie than the actual runtime yes. of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to get better. <laughs> it's it's Aldovia. There's not too many Aldovia uh, oh, movies. It, uh, no, there's not. That's true. That's true. Oz, so. we uh, at, at the end of every <sighs> movie, we we each give the film a rating. Oz, would you care to go first? And your rating of A Christmas Prince. Oh my, uh, my rating of A Christmas Prince. Um, all right, I would rate this out of the six movies we've watched on this podcast. I would rank this movie number one. Number one in an order of one to six from least to greatest. This is easily the worst film we've watched <laughs> thus far. Uh, it was, I'll get into it in the three, two, ones. But um, yeah, I would give this a one. I would call this movie's number one. Number one in uh, in a worst to first rating. Uh, this is this is yeah number one. <laughs> on a scale of 100 homemade acorn ornaments i'm giving this 27 Ooh, 27 oh that's 2.7 out of 10 rating that's 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 generous and 27 handmade acorn ornaments yes all right so shall we hit the let's three, hit the two, three two ones this is the point in our show where we each share three goods two bads and one huzz about the film we just watched Oz, you want to kick things off with your three goods? Sure. My three goods. I'll keep it short and sweet. Shot on location. Good enough. Yes. Ne- you're working with Netflix money here. You can go places. Shot on location. Castles are cool. Yeah, they are. I was fine with it. I thought that was a nice a nice positive. Is all right. We're, we're filming on location. This is not some backlot. Two, I really, I was pleasantly surprised with Emily's character. And a lot of these low budget cookie cutter movies like this, you're dealing with... If you get adequate acting out of anybody, uh, you should be thankful. I I was okay with Emily's character. That actress, I, di- I didn't look up her name. But she was fine. She was not an annoying little sister. She actually added something to the story. She had purpose. She had a reason to be there. And she was fine. Like, I, I for a younger actress, she did a fine job. Um, I believe Rose McIver so was, was her name. Okay. I was not, I was not annoyed by Emily's mm. character at all. Uh, and three... Mainly uh, Amber's dad being supportive, but both parents, the Queen and Rudy, were very supportive parents. They really were willing to sacrifice the quote-unquote... The Queen didn't have an empty nest, but realized, I have an adult child. They have their own dreams and aspirations, and I'm going to support them on that journey. I've done my journey in my life, and they they deserve their own. Uh, Far too often, you know, I think we see in single-parent households, the fear of of being left alone or the fear of uh, letting go. And so um, not just single parent households, but uh, but it's just really any household where you've got older kids. And so I was really happy to see the supportive nature of both parents in this film. I would agree with all of those. How about you? Yeah, my, my, my three goods, uh, the two lead actors weren't horrible, 
Um, I mean, you may disagree, but like, I, I didn't find their acting performances to be awful as you know, one would kind of expect from some of these movies. I thought uh, the lead actress did a, did a passable job at, at, yeah, I agree. I, she was fine. I, I was and, fine. And he her. was okay enough. You know, he, he got the point across with the film, you know, he wasn't asked to do a whole lot, but you know, he, he right. emoted, I think appropriately during appropriate times and yeah, they were fine. They did yeah. a passable job acting. Uh, my second good is that uh, they made a, and although we joked about it a lot, they did do, do a good job of making Amber relatable. Um, they, they yes, really you can did, understand yeah. why Emily would kind of, you know, be, be taken to her, someone who's different, mm-hmm. someone, you know, who isn't just all books and academia and who's here to have fun with me as right. well as teach me a couple of things. And, you know, the, her red Chuck Taylor converses and, and, her, and her fun hats, you know, like... Yeah. yeah, she was she was fun. She was a fun character, relatable. You can you can kind of you know she was kind of the fish out of water a little bit, uh, in there in Aldovia. But yeah, she she was she was a she was a fun follow. Uh, and then the Fair and then enough. the last was the editing. Uh, again, as as I'm fully convinced now, the editing completely makes these movies. It sets the pace. It moves the pot, the plot along. And I thought it was for what it was. It was a well well enough edited movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, I I agree with you know with what you said earlier about the editing is really what makes these movies work, and and you could argue that the editing is what makes any movie work. You edit it incorrectly, but definitely for these mm-hmm. that um, you know when you're dealing with limited resources, not financially, but just what 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 footage you have to work with, uh, it really is important that you get it you get it cut right. So, Oz, what are your two bads? Your two bads for a Christmas present. All right. Um, you know, I, I want to go in reverse here. For one, there's just too many loose references to Disney movies that just didn't work. Um, it's one thing to be inspired by a, a scene in a movie or whatever, but to try to recreate said scene without without trying to draw attention from your inspiration... Like when when Amber's facing down that wolf in the forest, this was a straight Belle in Beauty and the Beast kicked off her horse, about to be attacked by wolves. The beast shows up, it scares, fights them off, scares them off. What I mean, that's I mean, it just everything it just felt was um, in this particular scene felt like it wasn't shot for shot. But I'm like, this is Beauty and the Beast. Um, you know, you've got the throwing snowballs at each other. They did that in Beauty and the Beast. When she's descending the stairs uh, for the ball and she shows off her chucks, um, this this was Cinderella. When Cinderella and like the ball has already started, why is she showing up so late? She's there already. It took that team um, that long to prep her. Right, and, you know, and so it's like there were just so many of these Disney references, Disney inspired cues that it just. Because of the amount of them, they became eye rolling in sure. parts. Like, oh, here was here's another Disney reference, yeah. um, you know. And so, okay, you've got parent, you you've got single parents on both sides. We, I made that Disney reference. I don't think that was implied there, you know. But it, some of these are like, okay, here's another one. Uh, and then two, I'm gonna ch- I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna come clean here. I started watching this movie last night at 1130 after a long day of other things, wrapping up a Christmas party, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So I was a little tired, but um, unlike last week's movie, which was it was an enjoyable ride. Um, I just this movie bored me. I will I will give some credit to the fact that I was tired, but um, there was just there was no humor 
the chemistry was not real evident. There just wasn't really anything cute about this movie. It was just, it was a very long 92 mm-hmm. minutes. Um, you know, it's just, I just, I was, I was just bored through a lot of it. Um, and I didn't want to be, uh, but it just was like, uh, you know, um, just, I thought Amber, the actress who did Amber was fine. I do. I, I, I can't say that anybody's performance was subpar other than Max. Oh, um, God, yeah, that was the- <laughs> <laughs> But, but you know, I mean, the performance was fine and the budget was there. and But it just, it. I feel like, I guess to sum this up, Hallmark knows how to do this right. And this was Netflix trying to cash in on what Hallmark does. And Hallmark just does it better. Well, that's their thing. That's, and that's know, this, all they do. Yeah, right. But it's like, this was... The, you know, this was like their, if Hallmark is the Google of search engines, this is a, this, <laughs> this is, is a, the, ask, this is a Yahoo. This is the Ask Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is the Alta Vista. This is the Bing. <laughs> right. There you go. It's just like, you're, you're still swimming in the same pond, but you're just not going to win yeah. the race. So, you know, cause people have swim races in ponds. Yeah. <laughs> So those are my two sure. bads. So as my two bads are, um, what I mentioned earlier, um, a huge plot hole, huge plot hole. So like the bad guys come and they take the documents revealing that he's, that he's adopted. She doesn't even notice they're missing when she gets back to her room. Like this is driving the entire plot, the crux of, do I expose him or do, or, or do I save him? She doesn't even notice that they're missing from her room. Like I, I expect plot holes in a movie like this, but I thought that right. was unforgivable. Like, like it, it's right. like, like the whole thing is revolving around this, and then she's just whoop. Well, they're not there. He gave me a big smooch on the lips. Like, I guess I, oh, I guess I'm just gonna forget everything <laughs> that I was researching and investigating. And my other bad is that, like, that, that the convenience of, like, did we need, like, the letter in a secret compartment in this desk in the middle of nowhere? And, like, the right. acorn note? Like, I know these movies like to have these little kind of contrived sequences and, like, these, yeah. you know, these circular references to plot threads from the beginning of the movie. But, like, come on. Like, this was, you know, it's like the... It just there was too many conveniences. There was too many like just circumstances that are completely implausible. Right. So so oh, as yeah. those were my two bads. And and and, and, Fair and what what is your one, huh? <laughs> this one didn't come till the very end. We've got the king of a country coming to New York City on New Year's Eve alone. <laughs> He's standing in the middle of the road. He's dressed. He's in dressed in his royal City. garb too, right? Alone, no, no security in sight. <laughs> like that for me it was like really, like okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> because even even if you're bringing security, how are you going to convince the public works and street committee of New York City to shut down? part of the city on new year's eve for a king either that or you know it's like that or that diner was located on some back street i mean (laughs) it must have a really good reputation really good food to get people to come there right right but it was just it was just so unfeasible it's Uh like you know the the king of a country is standing in the middle of the street on new year's eve in new york city without security 
And this is this is not like if it, this is a very well known king as well. I mean, he's been in we the saw news. The size of the, yeah, he's been in the news. We saw the size of the press conference. He was a recognizable guy alone. All right, that was my okay. <laughs> my one. How about my you? one? Huh? Is how quickly Emily took to Amber in this movie. Uh, okay. So it, you know, it was established that that Emily again, the, you know, that the tennis year old girl, you know, she didn't like her tutors. She had she had this habit of of chasing them away and and torturing them, and you know, Amber does something cutesy and relatable, and now they are absolute best friends and they are inseparable. Uh, she's keeping secrets for her. She's helping her with all this, and it's just like hours, a matter of hours, and she's completely won her over. When when she was just a pain in the rear end to every other adult that that she encounters, with with the yeah. exception of her immediate family. Right. I can see that. And again, like we talked, you know, is it because the age gap isn't as wide as it had been with previous tutors? I mean, we don't know. These are unanswered yeah. questions. But yeah, it was like you said hours in and we're like okay these two are best yeah. friends so so that was a christmas prince number two out of four yeah. of our uh december 2021 yeah. uh hallmark-esque po- possibly possibly five we haven't decided mm-hmm. there's five weeks we could be recording uh, we haven't decided if we're doing a fifth episode yet so we'll we'll keep all six of you <laughs> in <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll notify all six of you listeners whether or not they're going to be a <laughs> well we'll contact the Ald- Aldovian consulate and see and see <laughs> right, if they right. they allow any more fair enough so Oz, what do we have on tap for next week next week i'm coming with my second introdu- or my second movie of the month we will be covering don't matter the year uh, i think it was this year actually uh, 2021's Boyfriends of Christmas Past. Ooh, sounds scandalous. Um, yeah. You can find us on your favorite podcast apps, uh, Apple Music, Stitcher. Um, you know, you could find us on Facebook under Let's Talk About Flicks. You can find us on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Uh, you know, we've got a YouTube channel as well. Um, but yeah, we'll be back uh, next week with uh, Boyfriends of Christmas Past. Give us a like, a subscribe, a follow. Uh, please leave a comment, thumbs up, whatever you guys need to do. It helps us out tremendously. Uh, we did get our first comment on the YouTube. I know, that was exciting. That, that was exciting. Uh, we actually, on, on Facebook, uh, you know, got some recommendations of movies we could pick up, uh, you know, later on this month. So uh, that'll be, that's fun. It's nice when we get some, some interaction because, you know, for the time being, it's just two of us talking at each other. And so, uh, you know, we really do appreciate your input. Do you want to sign us out? All right. We will see you next week. Oz, look forward to it, buddy. Have a great week, folks. Yeah. Take care. All right. You guys take care. Thanks.